welcome to another session on the podcast series brought to you by the Evan Foundation with the support of Aspire Coronation Foundation. And today we are going to be discussing another interesting cancer type, that's prostate cancer. I remain Dr. Famuyu your host. And with me here today is Dr. Ayorini for Lashiri, a consultant radiation and clinical oncologist from the University College Hospital, Ibado. You're welcome, sir. Thank you, doctors and the listeners at home. All right. So we're going to go straight down into it. Um, in our previous session, we learned about the fact that breast cancer, prostate cancer, and cervical cancer are three major cancer types common in Nigeria. And today, we're going to be talking to you on prostate cancer. So we'd like you to give us a background to this. What is prostate cancer all about? Okay, prostate cancer is a cancer that occurs only in men because it's only the males that have uh, what is called a prostate gland and the prostate gland is just like um, a, it's like peanuts around the uh, private organ of the male it's, uh, it's sometimes get enlarged and sometimes it can get uh, uh, gets what we call cancer. So that is uh, what prostate cancer is. It's corner nowadays with um, increasing age and uh, uh, it also has some family history attached to it. So that is uh, briefly an introduction to prostate cancer. Thank you so much sir for that. Um, now going deeper into it, like, can you tell us some risk factors or causes of prostate cancer? Okay, um, I can divide them into basically uh, talking about some factors, is risk factors, and uh, the other factor is the one that we can say is uh, mod- not modifiable in terms of genetic causes. But other risk factors are age, ethnicity, uh, lifestyle, uh, those are the factors. As one grows older, the tendency is to have, uh, for someone to have prostate cancer is higher. As you are growing higher, the risk is also higher. Also, Black race has been found to be uh, a factor, a risk factor. We've seen that uh, most of the black men, either you live uh, outside the country or you live uh, in Africa, uh, you have a tendency more than those that are Caucasians and uh, whites. So um, ethnic is a factor. Then also uh, lifestyle, like uh, people that eat uh, much of, um, you know, take um, uh, some diets, you are at risk also because it increases some factors in you. And so um, eating 
vegetables and others, uh, vitamins also help to reduce the risk for uh, prostate cancer. So basically, those are the factors. Okay, thank you, sir. So you've uh, made us understand the multiple ones and how we can actually um, do something like our feeding and all to actually reduce our risk. So now talking about the screening methods, like, okay, now that we know that some um, factors cannot be changed. So uh, what are the options? Like how often should men go for screening? What are the screening methods available? And where can they actually access all this screening for men? And at what age? Okay, like um, you would need to understand that I said age is a factor. And so as we are getting older in life, we need to do medical screening. And so, um, if there's no family history, like I've talked about genetic factor as a risk factor, if there is family history, then such a if member of that family needs to screen earlier uh, for prostate cancer. And what is that screening that we are talking about is to check uh, for prostate-specific antigen, which is called PSA in men. So it's just a blood test that is done and it's done just once in a year or two if the results of the one you did previously is normal. Uh, the normal value is between 0 and 4 and so if you are within that 0 and 4 for the first one you did, uh, if there is no family history you can repeat it in every 2-2 two, two years. So it's just a blood test, and that is fine. Also, um, a simple non-invasive test can also be done in which um, when you go to a medical uh, officer at uh, that age, you can do just a, uh, a rectal examination, which will show if your prostate is enlarged or there's uh, any features that is showing that it needs further uh, screening. So basically, for prostate cancer, you do your PSA screening. That's what we need to do. Okay, thank you, sir. Um, so talking about PSA screening, where can men assess this screening? Where can they go? Yes, there are many labs now that can offer such. Uh, for example, in usage, the other private labs that. Uh, uh, you can get such facility if you just ask around uh, you can get it done and once you have a result that is uh, more than the normal you will need to see uh, your urologist who will be able to advise you on what to do next so it's readily available in some uh, major cities uh, but in the rural area it may not be possible but uh, such people they then need to come to the rural areas to be able to get it done. Okay. Um, thank you, sir. And if you're just listening, this is um, the paid podcast series brought to you by the Urban Foundation with the support of Aspar Coronation Trust. And today we have Dr. Irene Yifola from um, the Radiation and Clinical 
oncology unit, University College Hospital. So we're talking about prostate cancer. And now we want to talk about some signs and symptoms. Like for especially people that don't have access to uh, well, I say routine screening. So what signs can they notice that they need to know or oh, they really need to go for screening, even if it's to go out of their way to get screening done? Well, um, I would say that uh, prostate cancer really may not give uh, any signs uh, because uh, what prostate enlargement can give. Uh, so, and it's not synonymous to each other because some people just have prostate uh, enlargement, which we call BPH, prostate, uh, benign prostate hypertrophy. So that gives sign more than uh, prostate cancer itself. So benign prostatic uh, cancer is maybe a, a signal or something that may be pointing somebody towards you needing to screen yourself for it. So usually benign prostatic uh, cancer is what gives symptoms, urinary symptoms in which people who have urgency, they want to go to toilet, they, I mean to wee, they have to rush and go there. If you don't go there on time, they wee, they, they start getting wet. Also, they have sense of hesitancy. Uh, you are you are having urge, urge to go and wee, you get to the toilet, you have to stay a little more longer before the wee will start to come out. Or you now even wee, you now still find out that you are still feeling that you as if you have not finished weighing. Because these are obstructive symptoms. Because the prostate gland is enlarged and is blocking the tracts to uh, of the urine. And so it is blocking it and because of that, when the person goes to the toilet, there is still some remaining. And so before you know it, it will feel again. You start having features as if uh, you still want to go to the toilet, and so they go again. So, but for when it becomes prostate cancer, uh, you may not really have that symptom, except when it is now getting advanced in which People have blood, notice blood in their urine, uh, notice started having pains uh, because it spreads to bone. And so people can start having such symptoms that is related to what, to the spread of the disease. So not really uh, the disease itself causing. So that's why it is good to screen because you may not have symptoms per se that is pointing towards it that you have prostate cancer. So what we advocate more is for people to do their PSA as a screening um, once you are age 45 and above. But if you have family history, you start from 40 years. Well, thank you, sir. That is like very important. Since we can't really know at the early stage, it's better to Strain to be at the safer side. So now, lastly, I would like us to wrap up on uh, management and treatment options here in Nigeria for people that have been diagnosed, they've done the PSA, higher, and they've confirmed it. Like, what's the 
what what is the treatment option like? Do we have care here or they have to fly abroad? Yeah, thank you. Um, there is treatment is available here in Nigeria. Uh, it's always good to have all these diseases captured at the early stage. And so if we have early stage, one we need to confirm. So once we do a PSA, it is raised uh, to an, uh, a very high level. One, you see the urologist, the urologist will take sample from the prostate gland itself and take it to lab. That will confirm if it is cancer or not. So once it is confirmed that it is cancer, if it is an early disease that has not spread, we give either surgery or we can give radiotherapy. So for surgery, they can remove the prostate gland itself. It's called prostatectomy. That is if that person chose to have surgery. If it is radiotherapy that you want, you can have brachytherapy. Brachytherapy is a form of uh, radiotherapy that's where we treat directly to the prostate gland. You choose the organ or the cell that you want to treat. Brachytherapy is to treat it directly. So you put the radiation directly in the tissue you are treating. So that is option that is possible for any disease. If it is an advanced disease that has spread, then also we can have surgery and radiotherapy. The surgery aspect of it is to reduce the burden of the disease. And so you can give this person uh, what we call orchidectomy. Or uh, that is dealing with the hormones that are feeding the cancer to reduce that and to make uh, symptoms reduced. Also, we can need to give radiotherapy when it is advanced also, either for the primary uh, prostate gland or to where areas where it has spread to. Because usually prostate cancer spread to the spine and it can cause paralysis. And so if such happens, we want to quickly reduce the uh, spine where it spread to so that it can prevent this patient from having paralysis. So those are the there are treatment options. There are also medical options, hormonal uh, treatments. So the options are it varies depending on the stage at which disease is uh, detected. And so and the, the facilities are quite available in Nigeria. Okay. Thank you. Uh, talking about the fact that facilities are available in Nigeria, can you mention um, like, like a couple of hospitals people can go to to assess care? Well, all the tertiary hospitals can handle uh, prostate cancer uh, in terms of pharmaceutical operations. Well, uh, we have few centers of radiotherapy in Nigeria. Uh, presently, we have a private center uh, that can treat early prostate. And then also in usage, we have the facility also to be able to treat uh, any prostate cancer in brachytherapy. So presently, uh, for any uh, brachytherapy treatment, is only uh, two uh, centers. But other centers that have radiotherapy, external radiotherapy centers that can treat uh, to adequately prostate cancer 
we have ordered three centers in Nigeria that will be able to treat effectively uh, prostate cancer. So um, the private centers in Lagos, in Pini, and then the public centers, we have National Hospital Abuja, we have uh, Lutz, all those areas can treat uh, effectively prostate cancer. Okay, thank you so much, sir. That's um, a great bit of information on prostate cancer and care in Nigeria. Um, today we have Dr. Ayurvedi Folashiri, a consultant, radiation, and clinical oncologist, University College Hospital, Ibadan, and I remain your host, Dr. Spamuibun. This session is brought to you by the Global Foundation with support from Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. For more inquiries, you can reach out to us on 0808 777 9043. You can also send us an email at info at dove-avenfoundation.com. Thank you.